Hey guys, welcome to our podcast. Welcome to our first podcast ever. Our podcast name? Behind Closed Doors. Behind Closed Doors with Allie and Adri. With Allie and Adri. I'm Allie. I'm obviously Adri. Today we're talking about like New Year's resolutions and getting into the new year, 2024. Um, And this is mainly going to be about body image. Almost everybody's New Year's resolutions is like, I'm going to start at the gym January 1st and they only make it their like january 20th and they're like oh oh well like i just feel like everyone's new year's resolutions is always around like their body and what they look like and it's never like things that they should probably try and work on mentally so i see outside yeah do you want to talk about should we do our like past a little bit yeah okay my story starts at the doctor's office which i think is everybody's time of feeling insecure so many people who go to the doctor it's the the uh what do you call it what the scale also can i just make a point that i just forgot what it was called because i don't even use one um we'll talk about that later <laughs> never use one so i literally didn't even know what it was called so weighing me at the doctor you know whatever and then doctor comes in and they have a little chart in front of you and they're like oh i'm like 10 years old by the way oh you're like morbidly obese for your age i was like what thought it was normal i like didn't see a problem with me until that very moment and that was like awful to hear because i never had a negative self-image about myself like i would always like wear tight clothes and it was like nor like i wore like i was only 10 so like as a 10 year old you don't worry about what your stomach looks like what your body looks like you just wear whatever your mom gives you you don't really care or what you pick up for yourself so I went home that day and I looked in the mirror and I was like, damn, like, there's something fucking wrong with me. Like, there's something wrong with me. And I never had that, like, image of myself before. So that's where it kind of all, like, trickled down. And it's crazy, though, because I look at myself when, like, around that era when, like, that doctor's appointment happened. And I was like, I was a regular ass kid. Like, I didn't really look that different from other kids. And that's what like made me like so confused I was like I don't know I was just like I guess I am I guess this is what it is this is what it means to be fat and I never really had that connotation at all with children at least like I guess like because my family is like very judgmental so I would they would comment on other people's bodies and shit and I wouldn't really like think about it but I think to realize that people also comment on children's bodies was like a big like whirlwind thought for me because i was like what the fuck people actually think that like kids are fat that's crazy so that spiraled into a lot of like diets my mom put me on i was put on jenny craig weight watchers um and being on those diets like caused body dysmorphia in myself so even still to this day i struggle with it but when you're young it's like it's kind of weird because you see yourself sometimes is like as you are and then the next day I'll look like huge and like bulging out of my clothes but it was like the same exact clothes that I used to wear so that's where it like that's when it spiraled into eating disorders so I had um you know why am I blanking on what it's called <laughs> I've been <laughs> it's almost a good thing that I you're know, it's actually really good um I feel like dive deep um, I had a binge eating disorder. I went to a therapist for it. 
Um, I would like hide like snacks and like candy in my room and like eat them under my bed. And I would shove the um, wrappers into my pillowcase. Uh, and then my mom found out and it was like this whole thing. Um, and then she like forced me to go on another diet. It was like, it was just like having a insecure mom just to like point this out is so much worse for you when you're already insecure because your mom will make you a thousand times more because she's unconfident in herself. So she doesn't know how to carry that trait to you. And this, I didn't even say how old I was. I like, well now like the eating disorder happened in like middle school. So I had eating disorder all throughout middle school and it finally kind of stopped, I think around like high school, maybe like senior year. But all those diets that I was on and the constant like feeling, um, feeling happy when I was skinnier and like losing 20 pounds and shit. And then when I gained it all back, cause I wasn't on anymore. Like those fluctuating emotions caused me to have like a crazy depression and I think I always been depressed though when I was a kid. Like I always was just like not as happy as everybody else. And I noticed that because there'd be so cheerful kids around me and I'd be like, I don't feel that cheerful. So I think it's always been in me, but the fluctuating of like my emotions and like the insecurities like worsened my depression. So then I got, I went to a therapist. Mind you, I've had like six, I think I was six therapists in my entire life. Um shuffling through therapists trying to figure out like what I had and I finally figured out that I had like a um major depressive disorder it's really fun to find out so I was like oh that makes sense because like how old were you when you found that out I was oof I think I was uh, like 15 16 it was I found it out in high school so I found out when I was like I think a freshman and I know so many people don't like labels, but sometimes I think it does help you because I had no idea what was wrong with me. I didn't know why I was so sad, why I cried in my room by myself all the time, why I didn't have any motivation to like go out and hang out with friends, why I hated myself so much, why I wanted to kill myself at some points. And um, it made sense when I got diagnosed with it because he explain to me all the things that you go through when you're depressed and I was like oh that's me so that's basically like my whole story I would say basically. yeah definitely not your whole story but that's a gist you guys of will it. find out more of it though as we talk but that's like my gist yeah. story of like my background with it thank you for sharing thank that you was honestly so beautiful like to hear you talk about um, that story it's very traumatic but it's yeah I know so much about all of the little details but just hearing it is like yeah it's crazy <laughs> just to see how you turned out is so oh yeah now i'm like fine guys <laughs> she's not fine i'm like when I'm... you have depressive episodes you cannot say that you were fine well yeah no i'm like 70 <laughs> percent. no she's she's doing really well 70 percent. i could okay. account for that my story is very different from adriana's a little bit similar in some ways we went through a lot of the same i would say like mindset yeah struggles same mindset stuff same mindset struggles but different way it caused it and like different level of seriousness so mine started when I was younger I think it was seventh grade was the first time I was I could recall me being very aware of my body I didn't want to be around my friends in bikinis I would I would be fine around my parents and my family but not around my friends always comparing myself then I started going on lots of diets my parents in terms of my family Nobody really talks about their bodies. 
it's not really talked about. My sister was very body conscious. That could have subconsciously, you know, definitely been a factor, but whatever. My mom, oh, I would say she said some things here and there about herself, but it wasn't anything crazy. It, the way, the reason why it affected me so much, my environment, and I became so insecure was my friends. All of my friends were extremely insecure, constantly talking about their body, saying how fat they were, saying how fat other people were, and zooming in on their pictures. And when that's all around you, you start to do it yourself. Now, to make this very clear, I'm not blaming anybody for being that way around me because I became that person. I was the one saying I was fat. And you end up say, you'll be saying it, you're body shaming yourself around people that don't like their body either. Or maybe they do like their body. And then all of a sudden they're like, wait a second, they're thinking about their body so much. I should be thinking about my body. You start, sub, when the second someone starts talking about their body, you subconsciously start thinking about your own. Those were where my issues were. Um, diets all of high school, junior year was the keto diet. Fuck the keto diet. I swear to God, if anybody's on it and listening, please get it off of it. It's really not good for you. I read an entire book. I never read. But I read an entire book in a few days and highlighted, took notes, every single thing about the keto diet. I went on it with a friend and um, I actually held myself accountable and it was crazy. You stop craving sugar. You start craving all the things you never crave when you're off the diet. It's bad. So yeah, I really am against the keto diet. I'm against all fad diets. Uh, They don't fucking work. So I can't even start getting into diets. Anyways, that could be another fucking podcast stop dieting it could be (laughs) yeah so so yeah so the keto diet then when I graduated and it was during COVID I started becoming more confident I have like no pictures of myself just myself from when I was like in high school middle school some not really any you don't take pictures of yourself when you're really insecure yeah okay I remember like the first selfie I posted of myself and it was crazy as fuck for me to post it now I'm posting 24 7 selfies of my you know Mm -hmm. what I mean so and it was funny because actually one of my closest friends judged that selfie and my other friend told me and I was like, and I didn't let it bother me. I was like, oh, well, I think I look great in it. So, and that's exactly. how I knew that was like some growth. I didn't really care about what uh, someone said. Then I went to college and when you're not around the environment you used to be around, a lot of things change, especially from the town I grew up in. Mm-hmm. Looks were a big thing. I became a lot more confident. I, t- I was alone. I had time by myself. I realized it was a problem and I think I realized it was a problem was it was my sophomore year of high school and somebody said to me I don't think about my body at all and I was like (laughs) I'm sorry what and then she was like yeah I don't think about my body at all and I was like you know what that's a thing and I thought this was a thing that everyone goes through it's not so basically here I am today I love my body I am so confident and things have completely changed for me but it took a long, long time and the first step was awareness. So we're going to go into a little more about if you were in that position that we were in and how to get out of it. And I'm telling you, the things that we are going to be saying, if you don't want to do them, don't do them. You're not going to get better. But if you do them and you listen, it may not work for everyone, but a lot of these things will work. That's very true. And we're... Wait, what's we're looking for? We are examples of like how that shit actually works. Because it's it's funny because when you start like a self-love journey, this is basically what we're talking about, like a self-love journey, you feel like a fucking idiot. 
because you're like how the fuck am I supposed to like myself how am I supposed to like love every inch of me how am I supposed to like love the way I present myself and it's like it's so foreign to you that it feels so impossible but it actually yeah it's not if we got out of that mindset I promise you you can get out of that mindset yes she has been through it worse than me when it comes to body image problems because she had her family and everyone that was influencing it right it was for me it was more friends Mm -hmm. I think what's funny a big difference between me and you I Mm -hmm. think is how I have a super judgmental family and it doesn't matter it, was, it wasn't even only me it was like my uncle comments on what my cousin looks like like everybody comments on if you have a big Italian family I think you can probably relate to this how everyone doesn't shut the fuck up about what you look like if you cut your hair a certain way if you wore a different shade of lip you're gonna be like they're gonna make what the fuck are you doing why are you wearing that so being in that kind of family unit when you're already like insecure and they just like add to it is like it just it's a it's recipe n- for disaster it's yes yeah, but the for point disaster. is she got out like she still has a family like that yeah yeah and she is a totally different person and i think it all came from awareness and realizing mm-hmm. that's not normal it's not normal to judge yes. other people it means you're insecure if you're right. judging other people you're insecure yeah and also when you're surrounded by people who judge others so much, you start to kind of judge people and you don't want to admit it. Exactly. I 100% did. I yeah, started thinking so about, did I. you know, 100%. Yeah. I wasn't saying nasty things maybe out loud, but I was definitely thinking things about people. Yeah. Yeah. It puts an effect on you. The more insecure you are, the more you're judging others. Mm-hmm. It just happens. I mean, what's, what's so hilarious is that I hated when people would like, like I was insecure about my body and like being like big. So what's funny is like i hated when people would like comment on others and be like oh my gosh she's so fat she does that but then i did it too so i was like very hypocritical at that point like this was like high school when i had like a very toxic best friend that also contributed a lot i didn't even mention that she contributed she contributed a lot to like my depression and like how i viewed myself she bullied you about your weight yeah she was a big ass bully so nice so amazing just (sighs) okay but guys i just you know i shine through (laughs) so we're saying that you could get out of this if you are in this situation right now and you really don't like your body maybe you just don't like a little bit or maybe you actually fucking hate yourself Mm -hmm. i promise you listen to what we're about to say if you don't want to listen don't listen you're not going to get anywhere try these things and i promise you these will slowly keep trickling into things that actually work Number one, stop weighing yourself. Stop fucking weighing yourself. The number does not matter. I don't care if you're curious about the number because curiosity kills the fucking cat. Stop. You don't need to know that number. The only time I know that number is when I go to the doctor and when I get weighed for the army. That is it. You don't need to know the number. What the fuck is the point? Why do you need to know how much you weigh? There's no point. No point. No, in it. no point. Because no number is going to determine like your worth. You Because yes. you're putting your worth into that scale before you step on it right you realize that when you step on that scale and maybe you lost five pounds you're gonna be so fucking happy and then you step on that scale but you gain five pounds this time another day because weight fluctuates we're human you're going to be crying so even though weight loss seems so so praised and like oh my god good job it's sad because you're putting all your worth into that number it's just a number Yep. I know you may think it helps, but don't like stop measuring your waist. Stop measuring everything. 
fucking stop. There's no reason. That's another one. Not measuring stop, yourself. Stop measuring one. yourself. That mm-hmm. goes along with weighing. I would say just stop measuring any part yeah. of your body, whether it's measuring, weighing, or yeah, cutting, keeping, keeping track. That is the first step. That is the first step. Weighing yourself is a problem, and if mm-hmm. you can't realize that, then you you need to think deeper because yeah. it's the problem. That is the main problem. Right. That number doesn't define who you are at all, and you're letting it define you. Exactly. Number two, stop body shaming yourself. So this has levels to it there's because many levels to this there's many many levels to this because it's internally and outwardly i would say the first level is stop body shaming yourself in front of friends in and front do of this people. for their yeah. sake and that will get you to stop because yeah. you're doing it for their sake not your own first exactly and obviously you care you probably care more about your friends at this point if you hate yourself just do it for their sake first stop body shaming in front of your friends then next yeah. stop body shaming yourself at all mm-hmm. Right. Start body right shaming now. also like in specifics is like, oh my God, I look so fat today. Oh my God. Like I feel like disgusting. I feel ugly. Like I don't feel like I anything, look good today. Anything. Like any like negative connotation about yourself. That would be considered body shaming because some people don't really realize. Because I think some people are like, oh, well, like it's fine if I just say like I'm like a little off I'm just today. telling the truth. No. Yeah. Like I'm just, it's just, it's true. It's true. I look no. like shit. No. Stop. Why do you need that to say is, it? body shaming it's, a- it's actively body shaming yourself just stop also like yeah using even like even with body shaming others like you don't even realize like you're doing it sometimes so like if you're in your head being like oh my god that girl is like so skinny that's another thing because you're using the word like that's if you're already in, yeah it's, it's it's the compare it's the comparison it's like stop using fat stop using skinny stop using ugly as words to describe yourself and others okay so number one stop weighing yourself number two stop body shaming others and yourself number three say affirmations to yourself this one is really cringy and you know weird to do Mm -hmm. but it actually starts to work i think what you have to do this is what i did i would look into the mirror and i would say something to myself that i fully did not believe yeah so i look at my stomach and be like i love my stomach I did not believe a single fucking word that was coming through my teeth, mm-hmm. but I said it. It's even hard to push out of your mouth. Oh, it's bad. Like you'll start to be like, I'm like, but I can't say it. It's not true. Just yeah. say it. Just like, do it. I, Force I yourself it. to say things that you don't want to say. Just do mm-hmm. it. Okay. It's going to be, it's, you know, and this is a tip coming from something that I still actively do right now that instead of like, maybe you're really new to it and like, you're not really used to like saying good things by yourself. What I would do is take post-it notes and write them out so it's a little more better to handle and then put them around your mirror and maybe sometimes like seeing them helps your brain kind of like digest what you're going to say to yourself. I don't know. For some reason, it's sometimes it's, it's easier for me to do it because when I started doing this, I think it was a lot harder just to like come up with things and just say it. I don't know. Just like make putting the sticky notes around your mirror does so much because you also subconsciously will see them when you walk around your room with affirmations don't focus on your body stand for the mirror and say like i'm so smart i yeah. did that mm-hmm. i'm so like just think about it this yeah, way the whole so point smart. of getting out of this low body image is to stop thinking about your body that's the goal yeah so one way you can do that is look in the mirror and start saying shit about yourself that's not having anything to do with your body because mm-hmm. i realize my favorite quote all-time quote is your body should always be the most least interesting thing about you always yes. so that's number three number four take it day by day 
So all these things that we're saying right now, you don't have to do like tomorrow and it's not going to like work tomorrow. It's not going to hit you tomorrow. So take it one step at a time. If you want to jump into making affirmations or like or saying affirmations to yourself, have one. If you weigh yourself, have one. Like 10 times a day. Yeah. Wait. Decrease it to nine. Yeah. And then eight. Maybe weigh yourself once a day. Maybe weigh it. Don't just go cold turkey. It's not going to yeah, work. Yeah, don't do cold turkey, no. It's not going to work. Because that shit does not fucking work at all. You'll get too overwhelmed too quickly. Yeah. I remember when I was becoming more confident, mm-hmm. you get so comfortable with being insecure and depressed that you, like, I remember having a meltdown in my room because I was like, this is so hard to stay. This is so hard to be confident. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Right. What does it even mean? I felt like I was like, it was a crime to be confident yeah. in myself. It was a crime to post mm-hmm. a selfie and think I looked hot. And that's yeah. why I posted it. Exactly. So all these things you're going to try and do for yourself to try and start that self-love journey is going to feel like so out of body and like just so not you. But you're going to turn into it. It's going to be you. Mm-hmm. Just take some time. You're, you know, the things you say out loud matter. Like the energy yeah. you put into the world, it matters. Mm-hmm. And mind you, like in regards to like my own story, I started my self-love journey two years ago and it didn't happen like that. Mm-mm. Like it took two years. We still wake up some it days and absolutely time. are just like feeling decrepit. Yeah. Like I do feel sometimes like I'm still ugly. I'm I, I'm still the same person as I was before. But don't let that shit get to you. It's a slip, not a slide. It's okay if you wake exactly. up some days and you're not as confident mm-hmm. as the day you were before. And that's a normal thing. What's not normal is taking that shit every single day for the rest of your fucking life. That is not normal. Don't accept, like, do not accept the disrespect you give yourself. Don't do it. So the reason why you need to create little habits like this in your daily life, even though you think they may not work, is because when someone says, don't compare yourself to others. When someone says, you're not fat, you're beautiful. That doesn't do anything. And, you know, we'll probably preach it. People will preach it to you, but it won't do anything internally. These little things that you could do every single day will reinforce the things that you want, like the way you want your mind to work. You have to rewire your brain. This is what you're doing. You are rewiring your brain. So start rewiring it. Stop saying shit out loud. Stop saying things. And then all of a sudden, you'll stop saying things in your mind about yourself that's bad. All these little habits will then trickle down to you not thinking about your body, you know, not comparing yourself to others. Confident you become, the less you'll judge others. That will just happen along in the journey. Mm-hmm. And you won't even realize it. You'll be like, oh my God, I don't remember the last time I talked about somebody else's It's weight. a given thing that happens. Like you don't even notice that you're actually doing it until one day you're like, oh. Try these four things. Start your self-love journey. If you really have a hard time loving yourself, start. It could your body image is probably a big factor into it. Start mm-hmm. with that. Yeah. Follow along with us on our podcast because we're going to talk a lot more about body image issues and, you know, confidence, self-love journey, mm-hmm. and tips and tricks on how to literally trick your brain. Like we're because we're hardwiring our brain. We have really good tips for you. We're so excited for you guys to come along this yeah. journey with our podcast. Right. We are We're so, so excited. excited. Okay. We got to wrap the fuck up. Okay. Bye, guys. Okay. Bye. <laughs>